I've been lobbying to use the bigger auditorium for my conservation and geological exploration lectures, but thus far, I'd been unsuccessful. As a result, I once again found myself crammed into a small, poorly ventilated classroom, with fourteen graduate students who worked so hard that showering had become more of a luxury activity than a necessity. Everyone looked exhausted, myself included, I was sure. As I listened to one of the students outline his findings on the effect of hydro-drilling on the water tables, I had a hard time focusing. This year had been grueling, and I was still waiting to hear about my funding for next year. As you can see, the student continued, What the hell was his name? Jason? Stephen? I glanced down at my iPad. Mark. Way off, Caroline. The hydro-drilling, while safer overall for the workers, spreads potential toxins into the ground by forcing particulates into pockets surrounding the dig site. I raised my hand, getting to my feet. Thanks, Mark. He looked relieved as I stopped him, hurriedly closing his notes and tucking them against his chest, before heading back to his seat. Very informative. I smiled as winningly as possible, and he returned my grin with a tired flash of teeth. My students were just as happy for the end of this term as I was, and I didn't blame them. We'll hear from the rest of you next time, I began, scanning the young people as they gathered their belongings in preparation for dismissal. The door at the back of the room opened unexpectedly, and I was surprised to see Dr. Walsh, the department head, enter and slip into a seat against the wall. He gestured with one hand that I should continue. Please be sure to watch the report on Houston's offshore activities tonight on Channel 7 News, I went on. Mina was interviewed on Thursday. Maybe you'll see one of your cohorts on TV. I smiled, and the pretty, dark-haired young woman on the second row shrugged with a slight tinge of good-natured embarrassment. I made a mental note to make sure to DVR the news. See you on Friday afternoon, everyone. Only a week to go until we get a well-deserved break and start planning for the spring trip to Brazil. My enthusiasm sparked a murmur of excitement. We had been planning to work for three months with an excavation and conservation crew in South America, and once I had the grant secured, I'd get the particulars squared away. I hoped Dr. Wash was here to give me good news. My class filed out, talking amongst themselves. As I gathered up my own belongings and tucked them into my bag, Dr. Wash approached, a funny half-smile on his face. Caroline, he said, reaching out to press one big soft hand on top of my smaller one. Meet me in my office as soon as you can, please. I looked up at him, hoping to see encouragement on his distinguished silver-bearded face. I couldn't make anything out. Not promising. Of course, I said, smiling as earnestly as I could. Be right there. He smiled and turned away, and I watched him head out into the hallway, before sighing and looking around the empty room. Something told me I had some bad news to deliver on Friday. Dr. Wash's office looked like a movie set for a geology professor's personal sanctum. It was cluttered with books and core sample cylinders and blueprints and dust. His desk was shoved against the wall and covered with an assortment of long-forgotten paraphernalia, and the old leather couch beside the door was broken down on one side, where it had supported his considerable weight for several years. His bonds were open, but as the late afternoon sun tried to filter through the dust and other detritus... It seemed to just give up beyond the windowsill, leaving the room cast in shadows. Still, his office smelled like books and earth.
It was welcoming. I settled down on the non-broken side of his sofa, crossing my legs and trying to look positive, despite the knot of worry that had grown tight in my stomach. He rummaged through a pile of folders, then approached and sat on the edge of his coffee table, his hip brushing and nearly toppling a cup of cold coffee in the process. Do you want the good news or the bad news first? He asked, resting a bright blue folder on his knee. I tried to read the words printed on its face, but his big hand covered the silver embossed letters. Bad news, I said, sighing and slouching a bit. I already knew what the bad news was, but preparing to actually hear it was far more painful than I'd anticipated. Your request for a research grant was unfortunately denied. Dr. Wash said, sympathy evident in his tone. It was a solid proposal, Caroline.